like my dreams out of reach. This pain and all this grief. You see God and you have to speak. Tell him it's crazy in these streets. Feel my pain and it's so deep. Welcome to Church on the Block. I'm Pastor Phil Jackson, where we have real talk about hip-hop, the church, and the street. We are Holy Culture Radio, Sirius XM, channel 154, y'all. And we are here in the building with my two great friends who are co-hosts right now. Give it up for DJ Ruckus and Pastor Jay. Come on, break it down, y'all. Who is y'all? What y'all here for? <laughs> Yo, what's good? This your boy, DJ Ruckus. It's a pleasure to be here. Happy to be here. Let's uh, have some great conversation today. For sure. And yeah. it's your boy, Pastor Jay. So glad to be here. Love being on here with my boys, Pastor Phil and DJ Ruckus. Man, Let's they, do it. They, we got some great discussion today, y'all. You know, we've been talking about the last uh, few series on the influence of hip hop. Now, this series is on the church. You know, the show is called Church on the Block. Real talk about hip hop, the church, and the streets. And we want to talk about the church uh, for the next couple of conversations and and what is the church is really the question what do we mean when we say the church and i'm gonna start with this story man it was this country dude uh coming to a church with all country and western gear i'm talking about the hat the the spurs the the, the cowboy boots you know what i'm saying it's probably has some skull tobacco in his in his chin in his in, in his in his mouth he comes to church man like a regular sunday dude and comes sits down and worships praising god and and um, some of the members got kind of a little antsy and frustrated about what he had on as his gear. And so they came to the pastor when church was over and they said, Pastor, can you talk to this guy about what he's got on? I mean, making us nervous. He got his country gear on. Like, like can you can you talk to him? Um, you know, can you talk to him? If he comes back again, we'll make sure he changes his clothes. So the pastor goes and talks to the guy and says, hey, pastor, hey, brother, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you made it. The guy says, thank you, pastor. You know, it's a good good church. And he said, well, look, I need to ask you, man, if you could, if you could, if you're going to come back next week, will you pray and ask God what you should wear? Just pray and ask God what you should wear when you come back. And the guy thought that was kind of weird, but he said, all right, Pastor, I'll, I'll do that. Well, the next Sunday he comes back the same gear. He had a different color, but it's a whole same gear. Country and Western, different hat, whole shebang. Church was over. Uh, still the members were kind of nervous. They come to the pastor again. Can you talk to him? So he goes and says, hey, brother, you know, thanks for coming out again. But, but man, I thought you were going to pray about what you are going to wear, you know, and ask God. Uh, what to wear? He said, man, I did pray. He said, well, what did God say? Well, God said, I don't know what to wear because I've never been to that church. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the reality is, man, that when you look at church and you look at oftentimes the people in the church, it, it can be a major discouragement on is God even in the building? Is God even here in the building? As I understand God to be uh welcoming, inclusive, God to be uh, unconditional love, and God to be sacrificial lamb uh, for us. And that sacrificial lamb comes with meeting you right where you are to take you where God would have you to be. So we talk about today, when we talk about the church, what do we mean? So fellas, let me let me ask you, what, what was your first experience with church? I mean, when you was a kid, when you, I mean, what, when, what, I mean, tell me about your stories as, as growing up in church or going yeah, to church. Man. Yeah, I, <laughs> I definitely jump in this one, man. I tell people all the time, I was I was literally born in the church, you know what I mean? Like, like I was, man, every day of the week. My mom's been a church goer her whole life. She was one of those people that, like, come on, she was the church, everybody's church mother, like type okay. deal, right? Like everybody, you know, Mama Betty, like she was everybody's mama yeah. church. And so, um, for me, uh, church was, I just thought it was a part of everyday life, right? right. Like I thought 
everybody did this. This is just what you do. Right. You go to this thing and you, you know, you dress up on Sunday and then you go to, I mean, I went to Sunday school, right? right. And, and, uh, and, and, and a lot of my like earliest relationships, everybody was auntie so-and-so and uncle okay. so-and-so okay. or mother so-and-so. It was because these were all the people in my life, all but these I, church folks, But it, it started at the crib though, like at morning breakfast, you come had to on, get up. Come on. <laughs> Sunrise service, you there at six a.m. Then they got press service. Then you got to go to regular service. You got to go to afternoon service. Like, it, bro, it was church was 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 crazy. It was it was it was everything. Yeah. As far as for me as a shorty, because that's yeah. all I knew. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't until I got older and realized, like, man, oh, everybody don't do this. Mm. Like, then it started being like, wait a minute, I got options. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But but I would even say to this day, like, um, beyond just like the. The whole, like, I went to church because I was told to go to church. Like, it really became, as I got older, like <clears throat> like a social space, too. Like, got it became you. a space where my friends were, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so I started going for different reasons. Like, mm. it wasn't even about, like, what church was about. It was like, well, that's what my my people are. So, yeah. you know, and we was doing our own thing. Right. You right. know, when church was over. No but, doubt. No doubt. Right, right. <laughs> but that's right. where all our peeps was. <laughs> right, right, right. So it, it, was, uh, it was a part of a way of life, right? Yeah, exactly. Life, right? Exactly, right, yeah. exactly. And it, and it became that. It became that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Right. For sure. Yeah, so, man, my church experience. Kind of like you, Jay. Grew up in the church. I had to go to Friday night prayer. Yeah, come had on. Had to go to Wednesday service. <laughs> had to be at service on Sundays, yes, right? Yes. Uh, had to be a youth group, right? Oh man. Uh, I, you know, younger, younger years, I spent in a predominantly black church. But mm-hmm. then, somewhere, probably about seven years old, my mom said, "Oh, we're gonna switch churches and we're gonna go to a predominantly white church, multi." Cultural church. Okay. Wow. And okay. so it was predominantly how, white how and old, Hispanic. How old were you then? I, I want to say I had to have been probably about seven, eight, wow. somewhere okay. up in there. Okay. Uh, and the experience that I gained in there, uh, besides going to church all the time, right? The youth group experience, going to concerts, and mm-hmm. uh, I had never experienced right. going to concerts. So when we talk about hip hop, DC Talk was hip hop. No, no, <laughs> no, DC Talk, right? DC Talk sighting, <laughs> heaven bound. <laughs> Don't you know I'm heaven bound? <laughs> you know, so <laughs> mission trips, and yeah. you know, and then the other thing was, man, I, I stood on abortion picket lines when I was younger, right? Mm. Okay. I was mm. introduced to a mm. different mindset politically from being yeah. in the multicultural, predominantly white church, right? Wow. And so wow. it, it kind of early on carved my own way of thinking, which now I'm totally different and right. think, t- t- think the way I want to think. No doubt, right? no doubt. <laughs> um, right. That's right. Yeah, and so that was that was most of my friends in church were Hispanic and white. Okay, wow. Uh, or Latin X of. Or, you know, I don't want to offend anybody. No so doubt, Latinx, no doubt. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. the proper term. Way to be politically correct, brother. We want to be real about it. We want to be real about it. So, and also spirit fear, right? You got to speak in tongues. Yeah, oh, okay, you know, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, my yeah. mom still have, have those debates about speaking in tongues and yeah. stuff. So, gosh, you boy. Hey, come on, Tommy in the boat. So, y'all go get feel for that. You know, that is a gift. But how is uh, control sometimes? That's right. Can we, can That's we, uh, right. we need an interpreter. Yes. Yeah, we need, yeah. Right. So I can't give my gift right now because there's not an interpreter right now. Um, <laughs> but you know the reality of our growing up in these settings, right? Growing up in these settings, uh, what what would you say theologically? You know, yeah. it did. So I'm I'm going to church. I'm going to you know church in Kansas City, 
And um, I'm going to every Sunday. First of me, my mom and my sister and my dad all went. Then my mom and sister stopped going because my dad was cussing out the preacher, the Sunday school kids. He taught Sunday school. He cussing out. As soon as we leave church, he cussing them out. Like, why they ain't read the Bible? And they don't know nothing about class. They don't know boop, boop, boop. Right? And, you know, you know, the other issue, you know, my dad was, you know, verbally and physically abusive uh, to me. So I would come to church and I was safe. I was safe with him. He couldn't hit me there. But he would be, you know, mm. in, you know, frustrated everybody else uh, with the whole situation. I joined the choir, man. I was singing. Sung my first solo in church. I was getting it. We got the second verse, so the, the director had to sing the rest of the song. But that's a whole other conversation. I directed the choir. I said, oh God, oh God, the second verse. Um, yeah, yeah. Now I'm up here, watermelon, watermelon. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, watermelon. Right. You know, <laughs> you know and I, I was in the youth Sunday school class. I didn't do too much around that, but but I, I found uh, that this was a place where I came to faith in Christ in 1979 during Easter. But the reality was wow. in that church, you know, it was, it was a, a AME church, right? Uh, African American worship center. God was untouchable. God was distant. Mm. God was deity. It was the mm. it was this beauty of God and how dareth you and do. It wasn't a relationship. You know, mm. I just knew I didn't want to go to hell and let me come to God. That's not what I want to do. I do not want to do that. And the way he broke it down, and Jesse L. Douglas was my pastor, who also marched with King Albino Cat, could double barrel preacher, could sing and could preach. I mean, it's powerful, right? And but yet, all of that was the glory of God. But my theology was like, man, this, this Christ can't be touched, and, mm. and, I, and therefore I got—I I don't know—I mm. I don't want to go to hell, but I don't know how I can have this. So it, indirectly, I didn't know that at the time. I just yeah. knew I, my actions responded to the relationship was not there. It wasn't—it yeah. wasn't a rich thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Did any of your growing up affect your no, theology? That—that—that that, that connects me too. Like, there's a real connection in that. Like. Um, my ch- I grew up in Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church right here in Bronzeville on 45th mm. and Vincennes. Mm. So shout out to Ebenezer, y'all. Yep, Ebenezer. Um, and, you know, like it was a uh, one of those huge African-American churches that grew during the Great Migration. Wow. Of people coming from the south to the to Chicago, mm. Detroit, all these cities yeah. just hopping on trains and getting off wherever it end, right? <laughs> Fleeing racial terror in the south. So I didn't really understand the context of my black church and like how it grew. I just knew that this was church. Yeah. And it wasn't until I got older and got to look into the history of how things happened that I began to understand it. But as I look yeah. at that, it explains a little bit of the way church was. Mm. Church was this like event. It wasn't really like ah. a space for realness. Got it was you. a it was your event because in the South a lot of people like Sunday was their one time where they could be have dignity, mm-hmm. right? They right, weren't true. You weren't working for somebody. You you can put on your nice clothes. True. You can come together. The pastor, you know, I tell people all the time, pastors are the first professionals in the black community because <laughs> they were that. the first ones to ever be able to have a job that no white people paid them. Yeah. So they could say whatever they wanted to say because right. they church paid them, exactly. not right. Yep. So they 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 could talk outside of the white gaze, all of that. Yeah. So ever. I had a lot of that yeah. growing up. Yeah. And I didn't understand it. Like, it was very eventful. Everybody dressed up. Oh, yeah. Easter was like a whole performance. Revival. The pastor was like untouchable, right? Like, the whole nine. We had a Mississippi club and an Arkansas club. Oh, like, snap. But <laughs> as I understood the culture, it, wow. it, like, it started making sense as I got older. But when you said the, the untouchable, it wasn't even just that God was untouchable. Hmm. Because of the way people made themselves up. For Sunday, okay, okay. the people felt untouchable. Wow. As a kid, it was like 
man, I want to be like Deacon so-and-so. He's perfect, right? Wow. Like, he never mm. does anything wrong. He never, like, they perfect. They pray so perfectly. They sing, like, everything seemed perfect. Wow. And one until I got older and started seeing some of that other stuff. You know, I, Steve Harvey talked about Miss Odell. He went to church just to hear her cuss. You know, like, I started meeting them people in the church, you know what I mean? And uh, people started being a little less untouchable. But then, because of that, kind of broke my framework. It was like, oh, well, I thought you had to be like this to be with God, but then they not. So, like... What yeah. is this we doing anyway? Yeah. So I, I started getting a little confused as I got older, maybe like middle school, yeah. where I was I was thinking like you had to be perfect and holy and righteous and everything had to be like every yeah. T crossed, every I dotted. Yeah. Then I started seeing people not like that, and I was like, but they say they straight. Mm. And then I just started being confused, and I was just like, I'm just going to do what I want to do. I started getting into hip-hop around that time anyway. No doubt, right. Like, eh. <laughs> but I got yeah, my out now, right, right. That, that just made me think of it, because you were talking about how yeah. God felt untouchable. And I agree. We yeah. had a huge mural of Jesus ascending to the sky that mm. I looked at every single week right. that just made this white Jesus like white, white Jesus, white look Jesus, untouchable right, right. floating up to the air like man that's just that's next level right but then yeah. the people they didn't help it they didn't bring him down to the ground true, either true. you know what I mean they they kept him in. It was like the people didn't do no wrong. They like never, yes. you know, as soon as you see a deacon out there smoking a cigarette, you're like, oh my God. Why right, you know right. I mean? And if somebody did do wrong, they was crucified. Ooh. So then you're like, I don't want that. You know right. what I mean? They brought in front of the church and have to confess they oh sin. Like God. all of that. It was it was rough, right. man. Right. It was rough. I'm like, I ain't telling them nothing. Yeah, yeah. What about you, T? <laughs> so my, my experience is similar to you all, but I'm going I'm to talk about the rules, mm. right? Mm-hmm. The rules. I remember my mom when she started listening to uh, Hosanna music. Okay. <laughs> okay. And so okay. she went out of town and came back, you know, and, and we had a popular radio station here that KKC that uh-huh. played hip hop and everybody uh-huh. used to listen to it. Yes. Right? And she come back from her revival she went to, wherever she went, and she has this new music. She's like, I want you to hear my new music. And I'm like, what is it? And she's like, it's Hosanna. And <laughs> She said it like that. Yeah, she must yeah, have said, yeah, that's yeah, the way you can see his Hosanna. face when he said it, y'all. Hosanna. You know, Mondo, I hope you're not listening. Y'all gonna give me a whooping later. Uh, but anyway, and so she was just like, so, you like the music? And I was just like, well, I'm going to say no. I'm like, yeah, I like the music, mom. She's like, good. No more secular music in my house. Oh, wow. Drop the bomb right there. Ooh. And it's just like, oh, yeah, there's rules now. Mm. You know, mm. and so that became, so not only not having a real relationship with God, but yeah. now it's, oh, I got to live by all of these different rules wow. now. And my friends, they listening to everything else. Yeah. Right? Right, and right, I yeah. got to sneak and listen <laughs> yeah, to it. Yeah. Right? I got to sit up late at night and, right. and, and play KKC yeah, and yeah. keep keep the volume low. Right? <laughs> right? And learn and try to learn the songs. To stuff. <laughs> so you be down when you go to so school. So I can be down when I go yeah, to school. Yeah. You don't right? know the song? Yeah. You don't know. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's crazy. And so that was that was man, that was the hardest part for me, which probably led me to live multiple lives. Right, right. You know, I couldn't be who I wanted to be. Right. Yeah. So that's yeah. dope. That, that makes yeah. a lot of sense, man. For and sure. I believe that's why Jay Z on his song, man, that he that he quotes on uh, the song "Where I Am" or "Where I'm From." I mean, it's a job song about where I'm from. He says, "I'm from the place where the church is the flakiest." And Negroes be praying to God so long that they atheists. Mm. Man, that line is so cold. Man. Bars. Yo, this is Pastor Phil. We church on the block. Real talk about hip hop, the church, and the streets. We're going to be right back. We got more to say about the church, people. Got more to say. Yeah. Tell them it's crazy in these streets. 
Welcome back to Church on the Block, real talk about hip-hop, the church, and the street. I'm Pastor Phil. You're on Holy Culture Radio Series XM Channel 154, and we are talking about the church. My great co-host, DJ Ruckus. Yo, what's good? Yes, sir. And Pastor Jay. In the building. What up, y'all? And we concluded the last section with this quote from Jay-Z from his song, Where I'm From. Marcy, son, cough up a lung, (laughs) is what he says, right? But in this this one part here, as we talk about the church, he says... I'm from the place where the church is the flakiest and Negroes be praying to God for so long that they atheists. You, man, how did we get here? How did we get to this place, Jay? Yeah, man. I mean, it's crazy. Like, I I remember reading on, uh, I think it was on uh, Instagram or maybe it was a, a TikTok, whatever, a meme. But a young lady said, you want to know why people are walking away from the church? It's because they watched their parents go to church week after week after week after week. And there was absolutely no change in their everyday life. Wow. Right there. Like, their economic structure. Like, did they get a better job? Did they leave a, a, a inheritance mm. for their children? Nothing changed after all of that. And wow. so when you... Hear Jay Z saying like it's flaky, man. like he's saying, man, people have been praying and praying and praying, and nobody's <laughs> yeah. like economic yeah. space or anything has changed, right? Yeah. And like to me, this is what I think separates our definition of church. Mm. Like one of my favorite uh, spots in scripture where it gives like this great picture of churches in Acts two, yeah, like verses forty two through forty seven. Right, yeah. everybody knows this is when right after the gospel's been presented like for the first couple times and people are like coming to the Lord. Right, but we get the church put together, and it's crazy how it's like described. It's described that they're like they're together all the time. Mm-hmm. They got everything in common. They yeah. they giving their possessions to one another. They they meeting together and eating together yeah. and talking together and they always together. Yeah, and then they they go to the temple court and meet in the temple and they breaking bread in their homes and right. praising God together. And then this is my favorite line. Uh, it says, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. My dude, Eugene Peterson, yeah. yo, in the Message Bible, he flips this and says, praising God and enjoying the favor of the people, he says it means literally and people in general liked what they saw. Wow. Yeah. People in general like what they saw. And then the next line is, and the Lord added to their number daily, the people being saved. Wow. Why? Because people liked what they saw. They may not have understood like right. how much y'all songs y'all singing and how y'all breaking bread and doing communion and broken body and blood. Right. But I like what I see. I like yeah. that y'all hanging out, y'all yeah. doing life together, y'all real people. Man. And so I'm like, when we talk about the church, we talking about like what people really see people yeah. doing real life together. Community. So, man, that's the church to me, bro. That's, that's dope, man. Show. That's dope. That's dope. I mean, the reality of we're creating the image of God for community and to be with each other, right? And to be intertwined and connected to each other. The reality of of, of that not not being as 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 normalized, maybe uh, from from uh, their past and, 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 and as as Jewish people, and then they see this relationship with Christ. Right. And, I mean, and it's a new thing, right? It's a whole new situation, and now they coming into that new situation, building a, a new community, just like what you said. If people are liking what they see, and 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 and, and that's creating that authentic community, that authentic. Uh, touchable faith a touchable God that yep. we can connect with you know what I'm saying yep. and being able to experience that man is all of our humanity and, and, and that to me what you just said is so key because must be talking about the flakiest as Jay said in line yeah. not seeing and not liking what they exactly see. You know that's, that's how you get that <laughs> right. now one of the things I, I, I've always felt 
as uh, I'm, I'm 43, right? Mm-hmm. And so one of the biggest young issues, man. I'm young, I'm young, <laughs> but I feel old. Uh, <laughs> one of the biggest issues I've always had with churches is we stick in these four walls mm. and, you know, and we don't do anything else. Mm. Or the church is just focused on one thing. Right. Right. And so when we look at Matthew uh, 25, we go to 34. Uh, that's a good stuff. Breaks down. He says, for I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. Mm. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. Yeah. I was a stranger and you invited me in. Mm. I needed clothes and you clothed me. Yeah. I was sick and you looked after me. Mm. I was in prison and you came to visit me. Yeah. Then he says, then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and fed you or thirsty and gave right. you something to drink? Right. Then we go down to, let's go down to, where is it at? Uh, I think it's 40, 40 44. Mm. He says, he will reply, truly, I tell you, whatever you did not do for one of the least of these, you did not do for me. Wow. Wow. You know, I remember, wild. I remember one day I was, I was, I was, I, me and my family used to go to this small storefront church and I look, I went to my pastor. She was, it was a female. And I said, you know, Christ did more than just sit in these four walls. <laughs> I don't want to just sit inside the church and have church. Right. I want to go outside and have church. Yeah. Where the people are. I want to help people. I want to do something with the people. We got all these churches in our communities. Yeah. But we don't see any impact. Right. In our communities. They still look the same or worse. Right. Mm. Right. Where, what is the church? What's the church role in that? Right. Mm. Right. Juwan's a for a great author who from the city of Chicago and a Christian brother had a book, uh, uh, Adam, where are they? I think that's the name of the book. Mm. It was about, about the church. And he has three types of churches. He said there's the uh, uh, containment model. You know, he's specifically talking about the African-American worship experience, but the containment model where you want to keep everybody comfortable and contained, right? And so we ain't going to shake up too much because we got to keep the money flowing. We got to keep so and so happy. We got to keep them contained. And then you got the entertainment model, right? Where we're going to have the the, the the Hollywood type of pastor. So it's a cat who's going to say, ooh, whop the bam, and we're going to see Son of Sam, mm-hmm. and he's going to lead a church on Sunday time. Ooh, whop the bam. Ooh, look at that. And all week long, they whop the bam, Son of Sam, back the thing up. And 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 they they, they live in that whole way because it's a cute little phrase and you can remember it. You're in the car, Ooh, high five, and everybody ain't life change at all. Ain't nobody doing it. nothing different from that whole little quote. The entertainment model is all about that next thing, right? right. And then liberation model is the, is the is the example of Christ. That liberation mm-hmm. model that keeps people coming back together to be in community with each other. Community takes work. Yeah, it, it takes work. And let me tell you what I believe. Is so daggum interesting about community. My son and I invested in some NFT stuff, right? He mm-hmm. the, he like the guru to me. I don't know. <laughs> he know all about it. He got me on this app, Discord app, and the Discord app is where these NFT folks talk. Different different NFT. It's all about community. They got rules. Mm-hmm. They know we, we don't dog each other out. We affirm each other. We will cut you off. And, and you see on the Discord, man, that was great. You got the such and such. It's community. Mm-hmm. They liking what they're seeing. It's yes. 800,000 people yes. on one Discord. Mm-hmm. 800,000. Wow. 800,000. Wow. <laughs> Wow. What is the church? Where? Wow. Like, it ain't about the numbers. It's about wow. like like you know when when coals when you get coals together like when you grilling the coals will stay hot because they're still together. Yeah. When the coals yeah. when you want to just you drop them out right. and disperse right. them, boy, they'll be cold in too many. You know what I'm saying? 
what are we not bringing together to keep that heat? That's good. I'm coming yeah. together because I want to, I'm cooking something good. And, and when you're cooking something good, even if it smells good, oh my God, <laughs> I want to be a part of that, man. And so that's the, what y'all talking about? That, that's what's not happening. That's the void. That's that, that, that we see in scripture. I mean, scripture talks about, you know, in, in, um, second Corinthians chapter 12, verse 12, the human body is many parts. Mm. But the many parts make up the whole body. Mm. So it is with the body of Christ. Yeah. So we, I mean, we can go more in that, in, in that passage, but are we the body? Like, mm. are we concerned about each other in that context as the body, man? I mean, it's a great quote we say at the firehouse all the time, which is a Mother Teresa quote, which says, whenever there's an absence of peace, it is because we forgot that we belong to each other. Mm. Yo, we belong yeah, to each other. Good, so if man. I belong to each other, guess what? I'm going to let you cross in front of me because you didn't know with this street is right. So yeah, you need to make a left hand turn, you're in the right hand lane, you got a GPS. I'm not gonna be <laughs> snapping on you and fussing, you know, but it's one of those kind of things. If we be to belong to somebody, to be in community is purposeful, which means I'm coming there because I'm bringing these greens to the community gathering because so and so like the greens. I hate cooking greens all yeah. day long, but the community needs that, man. And, yeah. and 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 when when you can when you can be in a group of hundred people and and get that vibe. You don't need to be in five thousand people to get that vibe. Even groups of five thousand in bigger churches, they find that twenty that they get with. Boy, y'all going y'all going to so and so after church? Yeah, I sure am. Yeah, they good. They got the bomb mimosas. <laughs> <laughs> Them church mimosas will get you every time. Yo, yo, like uh, one of my favorite quotes was by Desmond Tutu, and I love it because it's all about family. And he just says it this way: We are family. Mm. Being concerned about one another is not altruism. It is the most basic form of self-interest, right? Like yes. we are concerned about each other because it is the basic form of self-interest. When I'm concerned about you, you're concerned about me, right? There's a there's this desire of family. You don't choose your family. You don't decide who your family is. But because they're family, they get some kind of special like concern and care, mm -hmm. right? And that's what the body of Christ is supposed yeah. to be like, man. Yeah. It's like, we don't choose who our brothers and sisters in Christ are. We don't choose who it is, but man, we learn that through all the wrinkles, the, the rough stuff, we walk with them, we love them, and we do life with them, right? That's why Matthew 25 is so dope, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. no matter where they end up in life, if they're hungry, if they if they right. end up in prison, if they end up homeless, like whatever, the body of Christ is right there man. because we're a tangible representation of Christ, you know what I mean? So it's dope, man. man. I just, I and and I, I happen to be honored and blessed to teach a class in North Park Seminary at the prison. So I'm in Stateville Prison mm. every Thursday. And man, it is so good to be with these brothers. They funny. They love the Lord. They playing jokes on me. I mean, this community, and they love each other. Mm. There's a Muslim cat in there getting his master's of divinity. I mean, master's in Christian something. Muslim <laughs> brother. You know what I mean? I'm like, and they loving him. He loving the brother. I mean, yeah. it's like, yo, it's contagious. Mm. And they are the ones shaping the culture. Even that person, I'm, I'm walking by a young cat named Howard. I said, what's up, Harry? Man, I'm standing out of here because these guards think that these North Park Seminary students are on something. I'm making sure I let him know we're not about that. So he's like standing post to be like against the system to say wow. we we about this Christ life. What you on up here thinking we're going to be because they may be on something dirty trying to bust one. I mean like yo take that's intentional. You yes, know what I'm saying? Is. Whatever yes, that risk is. for him yeah. to do that. Yes, Whatever sacrifice he had to make, be like, no, nah, no, nah, dude, we he already spent 21 years in the joint. Mm. He got a 40, he got a 68 year sentence. So it's a matter, I mean, that's a whole other discussion about yeah. the prison industrial complex. <laughs> but the reality of that not weighing me down, because I'm a new person in this space. Yeah. Yo, man, it's so good with these cats, man. It's just so I say that because in the walls. 
They're yearning to be the body outside of those walls. Pastor Phil, we got to get out of here. Yeah. We got to get these young guys. The mm. word of God is real. And I'm like, man, let me let me find a hole. Let me do some Shawshank. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you talk about it in the in the in the book, right? The Church Forsaken. Y'all gotta get this book, man, if you were about this life. Yeah. The Church Forsaken, man. Appreciate uh, it. By, by Pastor uh Pastor Jay. And he says um in this chapter called uh Why Saving Souls Ain't Enough. And that right there is his own show right there, right? <laughs> but he says for for many of us, right, on page 83. For many of us, being a Christian is about hunkering down, accepting our lot in life, trying to commit, uh, uh, trying to commit the last, uh, the least amount of personal sin possible, but not making God too angry. So, so there's no real. It's all this duty. It's all this. It's all this hunkering down. Like you know, we're gonna get in the sweet by and by. But, but there's no real movement in community, right? Right? Got songs like "I Fly Away." You know, I'm going up yonder. Right? 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 I remember singing that song. Oh my goodness. Now, I knew all the servants the wrong the verse of that one. I knew all the verse of that one. Uh, but you know what I'm saying? Watermelon. Right. <laughs> exactly. 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 Don't have a mic by me. Don't have a Golden mic by pipes. me. Golden pipes. I hear you, you know. over there, Phil. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's that where is the application? And it doesn't mean like the prosperity gospel. It's right. not about right. uh, prosperity is holistic shalom. Mm. Where you can ride, your kid can ride a bike down the street. That's it. You just paid your last little money. You got $12 left to the next paycheck, That's but it. there's so much peace up in that house. That's what God calls us for. Because God will make a way. God will make a way with that $12 you got and stretch that boy. You know what I'm saying? And so we're missing that holistic. Because when you had that holistic sh- shalom that way, it becomes contagious. Yeah. Man, mm, what? That's it. What you on? Oh, that's my it. God. That's How it. you make this? Man, hey, I got peace in the crib, man. Yeah. It's, it's that way, man. Yeah, and yeah. and that, that, that's what you found when you was in church as a young cat. That's it. But yet, as you grew, you recognized that this, this, that separation. That kind yeah. Of, you know? Yeah. You, you, you begin to recognize just as... As that community grows around you, as you really start to get that family you're talking about, that God is just as concerned about every area of your life as God is concerned about like salvation or whether yes. or not you're going to heaven. Yes. Right. Yes. And so, man, hip hop is big on telling us, man, like, I don't want to have a dream about some by and by heaven and then live through hell the entire time <laughs> I'm here. You know, right, like, right, right. And so we in the church are, are really just we have to be a um a, a real mouthpiece for God right. and saying that, yeah, like maybe we've been disproportionately talking about like someday and what God's going to do someday. But we want you to know that God is just as concerned about today mm-hmm. what's happening today in your life as someday. And so I just think the more we do that, the more people will see that the church is not just these buildings on the corner with steeples, but it's in the jails. Right. It's on the corners. It's at the hip hop concerts. Yeah. The church is everywhere because it's wherever God is. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and yeah. the reality of, that that the body of Christ that 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 all inclusive we're all uh, uh, this one uh, faith this one belief and this mm-hmm. one movement and, and, and as followers of Christ right to create a way in which there is um, um, hope and so there are those who have a different type of theology do they mm-hmm. follow Christ yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna embrace them and they want but but we got to make sure it's not it's not it's not judgmental to That's the right. degree where it tears down the left hand because the right hand doesn't like it yeah. and all that kind of stuff, right? It creates a way in which there is there is hope. And so that level of maturity to believe that God is bigger than my being right right now. 
Let mm. me focus on being righteous and righteous in community together, and the in the in the movement of that righteousness becomes uh, becomes contagious. You know, um, talking about the body of Christ, right? He said, yes. You know, in, in verse fourteen of First Corinthians chapter twelve, yes, the body has many different parts, mm. uh, not just one part. If the foot says, "I'm not a part of the the body because I'm not a hand," and does not, uh, uh, you know, the other part of the body says, you know. I'm not part of the body because I'm not part of this part of the body. You know, it becomes it becomes antagonistic, and it becomes what did you what did you say before? Not, um, not appreciated, not liked. What did you say that that, that quote by? Uh, oh yeah, it's, you, it, you know, it's altruistic. It just out, becomes like doing good. Yeah, versus like recognizing we need each other. Right, right, right. Needing each other. Yo, you're listening to Church on the Block. Real talk about hip hop, the church, and the streets. And we're here today talking about the church, getting it in, yo. And so stay with us right now. We'll be back in a second. Welcome back to Church on the Block. Real talk about hip hop, the church, and the streets. Holy Culture Radio. Sears XM, Channel 154. We're talking about the church, baby. The church. You know, to me, the body of Christ, the church, is a touchable faith. It is not a faith that is stale or stagnant or is dormant or not movable, not engaging, as uh, as uh, Ruckus was talking about, right, That that to the least of these. And what does it mean to reach the least of these, right? And just like Thomas. Thomas, I love Thomas. Thomas is like one of my main dudes. He's every young person I've ever worked with, right, with Jesus for a period of time. And when Jesus dies and rises from the grave, Thomas said, I don't believe near word. I know y'all saw Jesus out there double dutching. I know y'all saw him out there playing jacks. And I, no, I, I need to see him and touch him. Right. And, and Thomas is a realist. Thomas in John chapter four <laughs> was like, oh, wait a minute. We're going back to Jerusalem. We just got stoned. Uh, let's go and die with him. I mean, that's the exact lines he used. He's just a realist. Right. But they throw shade on him, like doubting Thomas and all this. But Thomas is like what we want in our own life, the touchable faith of Christ. And when Christ came in the door, came through the window, all the windows were locked and the door was shut, came through and said, Thomas, he got on his knees and said, my Lord and my God. You know what Jesus did? He did not judge him. He just said, yo, you believe because you touch and see and some going to believe because they don't. He didn't, he didn't dog the boy. He recognized that's what he needed at that moment. The church has to be relevant enough to be touchable where we can meet people in those needs and take them where God would have them to be, man. So Pastor Jay got some lines. You know, we got to always have some some hip hop in there uh, in all that we do. Pastor Jay, spit what you got right there, man. Yo, this one's called We the Church. Gonna drop a couple of bars. It says, We the church, but what does that really mean? It means we're blood bought, redeemed, and made clean. Like Vaseline on black faces in midwinter. We shine because of grace and mercy towards sinners. And more sinners are welcome to the Lord's dinners. If Zacchaeus can eat, then homie, you eat with us. Mm. See, millions have come. There's still room for one, and we don't want to chord like Hondas and string strummed. <laughs> in perfect harmony, not like beautiful music. I hope you use the gift, man. It's you God's choosing. See, losing the gift is not an option. Is proven that we're more secure than being locked in a room is. He died and beat the tomb with a bride and he's the groom. Our pride has been consumed by the God who's coming soon. Mm. That's why we rep hard. We stand on one accord. The church, yeah, the church, bro, we rep one Lord. Okay. You should have seen his face, though. He like so authoritative. We rap one Lord. Yes. That was so cold, man. That was good. That was good, man. So when you wrote that and you spit that, man, what what what's behind that? And we want to go into talking about 
you know, these examples of ministries or churches yeah. and, and, and ideal movement. They're, they are great churches doing some great work. There's some great uh, preaching institutions. There's some great ministry institutions. But, like, what is what is the guy's ideal? So what, when you wrote that, were you thinking of that ideal? Yeah, facts. Yeah, yeah it, it, it came out of conversations on the block, you know? <laughs> it comes out of the conversation of people who just, they have, they have created their own framework for what church is Ooh. based off what they've experienced. Yes, yes. And so, you know, we're trying to help them recognize, like, no, what you're seeing right now standing in front of you, we the church. We the right? church, like, baby. It's yeah. not that building you go to. Yeah. It's not dressing up and all that stuff. Like, cool, right. that's a part of some stuff, whatever. But <laughs> you want to know what the church is? It's standing right in front of you. It's the, the redeemed people. Like, I was, I'm was, i just like you, bro. I'm just redeemed and made clean by the blood of Christ. Right, there ain't nothing right. I've done that makes me better. You know what I mean? <laughs> I shine because of what God has done. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, And so it's this conversation and dialogue. And I think the... The churches that I've seen that have had the most impact are the ones where people, they're touchable. It's like you're talking about, yeah, like, Thomas, yeah. like, you can walk in that church on any given Sunday or or you don't even have to walk in because they already meeting you on the church, smoking right. weed, playing dominoes, right, and hitting on the right. pastor, what up? You right, know, right, like, right, right. that's when the church becomes tangible and real. Yeah. And so now I can... I can be who I am, but I'm representing the Lord as I am right where you are. Exactly. And so that's what we mean by church on the block. Right. right? Like we ain't waiting for you to come. Right. I mean, <laughs> and you and you think about you think about like in North Carolina, we got 150, 160 churches, whatever the case is. There's a lot of churchianity, right? Yeah, but bro. no real, real Christian, no, no real touchable faith. And so what happens is after a while it's like the same trash been in front of this church for like the last two weeks. Like, where is nobody picking this? I mean, even right, simple things like right. that. So you find the backlash and 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 the so so you so you can't come with the hyper thou shalt be saved. You know that you can't come with the hyper vision of that because if saved means trash on the block, if saved means nothing moves further in this unjust situation, then I don't want that. Right. I, I need right. I need a, a, a faith that moves. I need a faith that moves. You know, what I would like to see is I want to see the church come up off of its soapbox. Mm. Allow people to see your rawness, your realness, your dirty draws and all of it. Come on. So the that they draws. can stop putting the church up higher than what it really Ooh, is. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Because that's, not how, that's not how Christ wanted it. Yeah. Right? Come up off the soapbox. Yeah. Come out kind of like Jay said. Yeah. Don't judge. Yeah. Just right. come out. And be with the people, mm. love the people, feed the people, yeah. talk mm-hmm. to the people, find out what their needs are, mobilize with the people, yeah. solve the problems, right. help create shalom in our communities. Right. Then the church is really the church That's on true. the block. That's, That's it, true. man. That's, That's true. it. Like, and, and then <laughs> it helps people who, you know— have anybody ever said something to you like I know I'll be like yo you should come to church with me man whatever man right. church gonna burn down if I right. walk in there right. G right. you know like cause they done done so yeah. much dirt or they still <laughs> doing so much dirt and I'm like yo this is why and, and people won't get it unless you like a bible reader but I can it makes people ask the question I'm like yo if Zach Kins can eat <laughs> the homie, you can eat with us. Right, like, like that right. dude was bogus. Like he was taking people money. He I'm was paying back five times. Like he was, he was crooked. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like super crooked. But you ain't doing nothing. Right. Like you ain't even got enough money on the block to be as bad as that kid. <laughs> right, right. You right. know what I'm saying? And if exactly. he welcome to the table by Jesus, you can eat with us, man. And, yeah. and, and as that kid was not like cleaning himself up, he didn't come out the sycamore tree like, oh. 
uh, I see this Jesus now. I want to do better. It was Jesus inviting him, like, no come doubt. on, man. And after see, having an interaction with the church, yeah, that's when yeah. things changed. He said, I want to pay back people four times as much Ooh. as I stole from them. He not only wanted to repent, but he wanted to repair And Jesus, the Jesus didn't come to him like, how dareth thou? Yeah. <laughs> you got his and her Rolls Royces, his and her chariots, and look at the road. Nah, he said, yo, let's get some bread, yes. which would be like, you won't even, even meet me. And in the exactly. whole dialogue, in the whole, if that's how he modeled it, I know in the crib he wasn't like, now you know why I'm here, right, Jack, dog? Right, right. Nah, he's like, oh, he's throwing shade. Nah, he was doing life. And in, indirectly, when you, so, so imagine then if believers lived that way. What, mm. would, what, 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 what kind of atmosphere would just ooze off of you because you are creating that space that way? Every, we are the kingdom of of God, the kingdom of God represented everywhere means that I ain't waiting on the weather to change to be the kingdom of God. I'm the right. kingdom of God wherever I go, weather, right. rain, hell, sleet, or snow, I'm going to be this cat who's representing the kingdom of God and creating something where you'd be like, what's wrong with dude if you mm. don't know that, right? Mm. But what's going on with that? Like, that's different. What's he on? And creating that kind of vibe says, aha, this is the world that I live in that's Christ-centered. And Christ brings joy to the situation. But also, Christ is just as real. You know, mm, Christ is just yeah. as real. So just like what you were talking about, take off the dirty draw, like be real, the stains and all. And so being had had that real talk about what you're dealing with so the people be like, okay, you're not so high and mighty. You know, mm-hmm. I was playing basketball with a young cat. Um, and he was like, uh, I said, why don't you come to church, man? You know, why do you come to church? He said, Oh man, church is like like chewing gum. I'm like, what you mean? He said, there's a lot of movement, never any progress. Ooh. As I shot one in his eye. <laughs> but no, but, <laughs> but no, he was so true though. It was so true. There's a lot of movement, but never any progress, mm. right? Because we're trying to be something we never were supposed to be. Right. Fake and phony right. on this, all this nonsense, this churchianity vibe, man, yeah. you know? Yeah, man. No, that it takes it takes me back to the statement I made earlier about like it, when people see tangible movement in people's lives, whether that's individually right. and neighborhoods collectively, then even if we got dirt in our drawers yeah. and we ain't perfect and all yeah. the stuff ain't exactly like you know we want it to be, right. people are like, but this place actually making some movement man. in my yeah. life, right? Like right. I see people whose like lives was tore up, yeah. who it ain't perfect, but man, it ain't what it used to be. You yeah. know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what I think is missing. We so busy trying to fake the funk right. about like who we th- who who we say we are, right. versus showing people who we really are, right. and who we used to be. Man, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That yeah. little bit of progress can change people's mind, yeah. man. Like it don't have to be all we say. Just- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> me, me and Phil was sitting down with a, a pastor that we know, and he just started sharing his heart mm-hmm. and some tough situations his family was going through, and he was just real and raw. Mm. And I looked at him when he was done, and I said, man, thank you, because I got to see yeah. his realness. Right, mm. right, right. Now right. he's a real pastor. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> because True. I got to see the real him. Right. That might have been you his know? first real sermon, bro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right, right. I yeah. mean, being able to... So where does that start at though? Like where mm. can that is it is it the preaching that starts that kind of cultivating of a church or is it you know what is it? What is it that start cuz if that's the most normal place people going I'm gonna come and hit his great yeah, word, yeah. you know, like like you know the, the, you know being able to uh, as a great pastor um uh, Wesley is the last name, he mega church, right? And he he said I'm dangerously far from God. Mm. He was bold enough in his church just to talk about I'm I'm far from God, and I'm gonna take a sabbatical. Like mm. in the black church, what? Yeah, exactly. You won't keep working till right. you die. Yeah. <laughs> what? You know. And so, in the context of of 
of that vulnerability, we got to create spaces for that. Yeah. Where there yeah. can be a real rawness that's welcome. And ain't nobody flinching. Everybody like, oh, okay, you sharded? Okay. Yeah. I got Okay, we we're good. Okay. Yeah. Go clean up. We got some paper towels. You know, so <laughs> good. So it's, 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 <laughs> that kind of realness. <laughs> Phil, you got the craziest examples. I love it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm saying it to push the envelope yeah. of that realness. Yeah. Like, yeah. if I'm going to do life with you, I'm going to do all of life mm. with you. I'm mm. not going to be like, okay, I'm going to hold it in right now. No, man. I'm People are asking me now, how you doing? I'm, like, I'm all right, man. Just stressed with the work yeah. I got to do. And just get into a spot where I know, you know, I need to go on a vacation, need to get a break, right? So all these kind of things like that. So I'm not gonna be like, man, I'm blessed and highly favored. No, mm. no, no, no. I don't know where God is at, and I ain't looking for him. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Where are you gonna take that at? Where yeah. are you gonna take? You gonna be like, oh my yeah. gosh, throw the holy wall? Or are you are you preaching on Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. But see, the, <laughs> but see, that's why it's needed because when we step outside the church. That's what the people gonna tell us. Exactly. They're gonna tell us the truth. They're gonna tell us how angry. Oh, oh, you wanna come outside church, talk to us now? Your church been held right. for three years. And I don't even know who the pastor right, is right, in there. Right, right. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. 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 So, I'm taking offers at the bus stop. Lord, how many offers y'all gonna take? You know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> Yo. Yeah, yeah. And we gotta have the broad shoulders. I mean, you asked the question of where does it start, right? Like um, I always say that that no church movement has ever started in the pulpit. Mm, no. It just hasn't, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm a preacher, and I believe in what's called the futility of preaching, <laughs> bro. Like, think of preaching this way, right? Like, you're trying to fill up people's cups of water, and everybody in that audience got a glass of water, and you sitting in the front with a pitcher of water mm. trying to fill up everybody's glass. you just throwing water out in the thing, you know? Some people sleep, <laughs> cup upside down, Man. right? Like, ain't getting no water. Real movements start with, with like, being in people's lives and community. If I'm walking with you every day and you got a cup and I got a pitcher, I can pour. Yeah. Day in and day out, I can pour. And you can pour back into me. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, start, it don't start with the pulpit. It really yeah. starts with us being vulnerable enough yeah. Yeah. and open enough and yeah. real relationship day in and day out. That's why that Acts 2 passage yeah. is so important to me, man. True. So, you know, real quick, Jay, one of the things I liked about in your book, you talked about how you took the your name off the church sign. <laughs> can you can you tell us about that and how that went? For sure, for sure. It was just a real quick, quick. It was like a like I wanted to take the name off the church because I wanted the, to to know what the neighborhood called us, mm. right? So the goal was when I walked and met somebody and I said I was the pastor of the church on the corner of Fifty Fifth. I'm like they like oh the. Oh, you talking about Tanya Church? It's one of the ladies that live in, <laughs> at the, that, go, that go to the church, but she been in the neighborhood for forever. Everybody wow. knows Tanya, right? Wow. And I'm like, yeah, Tanya Church. Or <laughs> oh, you talking about the hip hop church? I heard they be having DJs and stuff yeah, in there. Or yeah. oh, you talking about the church? Or somebody might say, oh, that church was cool. I didn't even know that was open, right? <laughs> like I wanted to know how we were perceived no by the neighborhood That's versus dope. telling the neighborhood who we were, mm -hmm. and it really changed, man. It became something to talk about. Yeah. What did the neighborhood call us? Right. And after a while, we started being that spot. We're like, oh. Y'all, Yo, you talking about, oh, man, I love that church, man. They got the food pantry up yeah. there. They got the co-op. They got, oh, man, you know, they got a farm down the street, you know. Yeah. And so we still don't have a church sign to this day because <laughs> the goal is for the neighborhood to say who we are. Yeah. And I think that's really the body of Christ. Who, what did Jesus say to his disciples when he was trying to, yeah. who do the people say, say that, that I am? am right. Right? And when they know who you are, then right. you really know who you are. Man, now that's the, church. Yeah. <laughs> that's the church, baby. And, so, and, and that's the, so, so, so. 
I mean, if you're listening to this, y'all, I mean, how are you in your own church perceived? Like, mm. how, are you able to be bold enough to trust God? And that's the thing. Is God bigger than your words and your mystical, magical things you're going to say, right? Are you able to be bold enough to believe that we can be who we're going to be in Christ and the people in the community are going to recognize that? Not not in one four-wall building, but yeah. in the actual community, right? Mm. So, it rec- so you're bold enough to believe that what you're doing in the community, serving people, whatever the case is, is, uh, is 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 representative of Christ enough where the least of these or the most of these are able to recognize the the power of God in that, in, in those situations, right? And that's missed. I think sometimes I mean God is bored because the body of Christ is boring and boring God altogether. Not not walking by faith. Let's take a midnight walk every Tuesday when the hottest spots in our community are this way. Let's let's bring out. Uh, portable rims or let's do something with some music. Let's do something where there is some engagement within uh, the community to let them know where we're here, man. So we talk about some solutions, but we're not giving particular paradigm. But here, the, the, those are some of the core issues that the, you become touchable mm-hmm. in your faith with the people, right? Mm-hmm. You become uh, the example without having to say, I'm the example, right? No, you do what the example yes. would have you to do. Yes. And then all of a sudden, people begin to say, oh, that's their church that does DJ and man. they do the food yeah. because they became yep. an example yeah. And that doing life together. People in general like what they see. Gene Peterson bars. The question, question y'all got. We're gonna leave y'all with man. Is what? What does it take to to be that church where people like what they see, man? You're on Pastor Phil with Church on the Block, man. Real talk about hip hop, the church, and the streets. Ruckus, where can they catch you at? Catch you you can check me out on Instagram at Rugboy three one two C H I. Yes, yes. Yo, Pastor yo. J. You know you can catch me at that Pastor J P A S T A H J on Insta, on Facebook, on Twitter, wherever you want to. <laughs> check us out at the house, the uh, the fire house at the fcac.org check me out at pastor phil j pastor phil jackson just check it out face just look it up right there i never know these handles all that somebody else did this for me but be, look this stuff up pastor phil j on instagram and uh and, and check us out man we're not about promoting our, our own stuff uh but, but but being the kingdom of god but being able to connect uh with real people man there was a father man he was uh, uh suffering from the loss of his wife him and his son came back from the funeral and they were um just just tore up as anybody would has lost a, a wife and the son who was like 10 was restless couldn't get to sleep and came to his son's room and his son was asking questions like dad where's mom and why is she here yet and 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 the father really didn't know how to answer he picked his son up brought him to his bed and was sitting there with his son and was just sitting there with the son on the bed laying there uh, and the son was asking more questions and the son was saying dad can you just turn your face towards me i think i can get some sleep if i know you're facing me. And a few minutes later, the son went to sleep. And the father rolled over and had tears in his eyes and said, Dad, Father, I need your face to be turned towards me. I don't know how I'm going to get through this, but with your face near me, I know I can make it through. Look, whatever you're going through right now, just know that God's face shines upon you. God's face is leaning towards you. Just look to the hills where your strength comes from. Just look for God, and He is there. The touchable, real, raw, uncut God loves you just right where you are. Y'all, I'm Pastor Phil. Thank you for listening to Church on the Block. Real talk about hip-hop, the church, and the streets. We back at you next week right here on Holy Culture Radio, Sirius XM Channel 154.